Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Today in business from Wired. YouTube's dislike button doesn't do what you think. Users try to control the video platform's algorithm by giving content a thumbs down. But Mozilla researchers say it's not so simple. By Chris Stolkel Walker. YouTube creators often implore their viewers to smash the like button, believing its feedback to be vital to their future success on the algorithm-driven platform. But a new study from the Mozilla Foundation suggests that users who hit the dislike button on videos to weed out content they don't want to see are wasting their time. The study used inputs from 22,722 users who had installed Mozilla's Regrets Reporter browser extension, who were tracked between December 2021 and June 2022. Researchers analyzed more than half a billion YouTube recommendations that were made after users clicked on one of YouTube's negative feedback tools, such as the Dislike or Don't Recommend channel buttons. These are the tools YouTube offers to people to control their recommendations, but how does that actually impact your recommended videos? Asks Becca Ricks, senior researcher at Mozilla, pointing to YouTube's own support site on how to manage your recommendations and search results. Different button inputs have different effects on the likelihood of being recommended similar content going forward. Pressing Don't Recommend Channel would stop only 43% of unwanted video recommendations, according to Mozilla, while the Dislike button stopped only 12% of recommendations users did not like. What we found was that YouTube's control mechanisms do not really seem to be adequate for preventing unwanted recommendations, says Ricks. Mozilla's investigation was prompted by YouTube's increased public comments in recent years about its recommendation system. They've been talking a lot about metrics like time well spent or user satisfaction as opposed to watch time, says Ricks. 
we were really curious to what degree some of those signals were being picked up by the algorithm, especially because in the previous YouTube report we worked on, we had heard from people that they didn't feel like they were in control, or they didn't really feel like taking actions on unwanted videos really translated well to the recommender system. For instance, one user in the Mozilla study responded negatively to a Tucker Carlson clip posted by Fox News on February 13th. One month later, he was recommended another clip of Carlson's TV show, again posted by Fox News's official YouTube channel. A different user expressed a negative response to a video showing webcams focused on Ukraine's conflict zones in late February. Within a month, they were shown another video, this time from the Warshock YouTube channel, detailing how dead Russian soldiers are removed from Ukraine. Ricks has no qualms with the content of the videos, saying it doesn't breach YouTube's guidelines, but if you as a user say you don't want to see it, it's kind of shocking that it continues to be recommended, she says. I'm not really surprised, says Guillaume Chaslot, a former YouTube employee and founder of Algo Transparency, a site that highlights the YouTube algorithm. I feel big picture, you should be able to choose and specify to the algorithm what you want, and YouTube absolutely doesn't let you do that, he adds. YouTube says its systems are working as they're meant to. Mozilla's report doesn't take into account how our systems actually work, and therefore it's difficult for us to glean many insights, says YouTube spokesperson Elena Hernandez, who added that viewers are given control over their recommendations. This includes the ability to block a video or channel from being recommended to them in the future. Where Mozilla and YouTube differ in their interpretations of how successful their don't-recommend-inputs are appears to be around the similarity of topics, individuals, or content. YouTube says that asking its algorithm not to recommend a video or a channel simply stops the algorithm from recommending that particular video or channel, and does not affect a user's access to a specific topic, opinion, or speaker. Our controls do not filter out entire topics or viewpoints, as this could have negative effects for viewers, like creating echo chambers, says Hernandez. Jesse McCroskey, a data scientist working with Mozilla on the study, says that isn't entirely clear from YouTube's public statements and published research about its recommender systems. We have some small glimpses into the black box, he says, which show that YouTube broadly considers two types of feedback. On the positive side, engagement, such as how long users watch YouTube and how many videos they watch, and explicit feedback, including dislikes. They have some balance, the degree to which they're respecting those two types of feedback, says McCroskey. What we've seen in this study is that the weight toward engagement is quite exhaustive, and other sorts of feedback are quite minimally respected. The distinction between what YouTube believes it says about its algorithm and what Mozilla says is important, says Robin Kaplan, senior researcher at Data and Society, a New York nonprofit that has previously investigated YouTube's algorithm. Some of these findings don't contradict what the platform is saying, but demonstrates that users do not have a good understanding of what features are there so they can control their experiences versus what features are there to give feedback to content creators, she says. Kaplan welcomes the study and its findings, saying that while Mozilla's intended slam-dunk revelation may be more muted than the researchers had hoped, it nevertheless highlights an important problem. Users are confused about the control they have over their YouTube recommendations. This research does speak to the broader need to survey users regularly on features of the site, Kaplan says. If these feedback mechanisms aren't working as intended, it may drive folks off. Confusion over the intended functionality of user inputs is a key theme of the second part of Mozilla's study, a subsequent qualitative study of around one-tenth of those who had installed the Regrets Reporter extension and participated in the study. 
Those that Mozilla spoke to said that they appreciated that inputs were directed specifically at videos and channels, but that they expected it to more broadly inform YouTube's recommendation algorithm. I thought this was an interesting theme because it reveals that this is people saying, this is not just me telling you I blocked this channel, this is me trying to exert more control over the other kinds of recommendations I'm going to get in the future, says Ricks. Mozilla recommends in its research that YouTube allow users more options to proactively shape their own experiences by outlining their content preferences, and that the company do a better job of explaining how its recommendation systems work. For McCroskey, the key issue is that there's a gap between the messaging users perceive YouTube is providing through its algorithmic inputs and what they actually do. There's a disconnect in the degree to which they're respecting those signals, he says. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wired.com slash business. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.